Welcome back, everyone, to hour number two of Real Presence Live, coming at you live from Holy Cross Catholic Church in West Fargo, North Dakota. We'd like to thank Father Jim Meyer, the pastor here at Holy Cross. Uh, last half hour, he was with us on Straight Talk. I'd also like to thank Alan for his call. Alan was a non-Catholic with a great, great call, a question about why we pray to Mary. And, of course, Father did a great job of talking about how she's, of course, our intercessor. And, anyway, it, it's wonderful. So we appreciate that. Uh, th- please keep those calls coming. 9.30 to 10 every Monday through Friday here on Real Presence Radio. We have Straight Talk. We'd like to get now to Cynthia... Cynthia Clark, welcome to the show. Thank you, and good morning. Yeah, and do you want Cynthia, Cindy? I'd usually go by Cindy. Okay, Cindy, that's what we're going to do. Cindy, so you've got a great, great program, but before we get into that, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you got involved with this program. Okay, well, I am married to my husband for 39 years. We have three adult children with um, 12 grandchildren, plus a few extra grandchildren of our hearts. And um, I came from a very, very large family, so all the experiences um, growing up with everybody being treated with love and compassion and equally um, brought this type of work to my to my life all as an experience from there. Um, I know the most important thing of my life is my Lord and keeping Him close to me every day is what keeps me going. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, working with people who are struggling and hurting, it can be very um, emotional. You know, as people come here, there's times you want to cry with them, and sometimes you give them hugs, and you just keep going, and, you know, quietly you say the prayer, God, give them give them what they need to make it through. And so that's where I am. And I started here at Community Action a year ago, I uh, applied as they seen they had an opening for a job, and just knowing what community action does in helping people is what brought me here. Mm-hmm. So, Cindy, I'm curious. You said you came from a big family. Just where were you at in that family? <laughs> well, I'm the third, third oldest in my brothers. There's nine of us, but my mom came from a family of 21, and wow. my dad came from a family of 13. Okay, 21, that's, that's yeah. pretty amazing. Well, the, the, and the reason I ask is this, because, you know, not that you have to have a large family to learn how to give, but I kind of kind of thought that you were probably one of the first few children of a large family. Tell us a little bit about growing up in that family and how I'm sure that you had to be, you know, help <laughs> the younger children as well. Tell us a little bit about helping those in need in that, in that sense. Okay, well, it's true. My parents... Um struggle, and they worked hard, but mm-hmm. raising a large family, it was difficult at times, and um, we helped each other out. Everybody had their jobs. Everybody um, did what we could when my mom and dad worked. Myself and my older siblings, we helped take care of our younger ones, and of course, we also helped our neighbor's children and all that, too. Um, learning, that was just part of our life, and it still is. You see somebody, you know, struggling we help them, no matter who they are. And so that's part of it, Done. I would never, never give up my large family, though. Mm-hmm. I just feel very blessed by that. 
isn't that true? And the, the opportunity to give of yourself, I mean, that starts at a young age there and when properly cultivated, just, you know, again, it becomes habit, right? And of course, with God's grace and, and your, your acceptance of that grace, your response to that grace, it just makes it wonderful. I could just tell you, you have a heart for giving. So let, let, let's get back now, Cindy, then to this. You said a year ago, you started working. Why did you reach out a year ago and say, you know what? I'm going to do this. Was God stirring your heart to say, you know, you're going to help in some way? What what, what was going on there? I truly believe that God called me to this position. Mm -hmm. Um, It is my mission in life, you can say. Mm -hmm. Again, it's helping people who need help. It's comforting those who just might, you know, sometimes you can't do much for them, but comforting them and saying, you know, it'll get better. You, you you, You have to do a little bit for yourself. You have to... Um, have trust. You have to put out what you can. And um, but for me, again, it's it's a mission. It's not just a job. It's that's a, that's a good point. Can, can I steal that from you? I like that. You sure can. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, that's what kind of reminds me. Kind of reminds me of Mother Teresa, right? That was her mission, and she said was. many times, I, "I'm not a social worker. That's not a job. I'm not a social worker, right? I'm a missionary. I'm an evangelist. I am Christ to these people, one at a time." And that's I'm guessing that's what you do as well, Cindy. That's it. And it, yeah, I have a, actually a sign of Mother Teresa's on there about how you can do help little things in a big way. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not be able to help everybody, but you start with one at a time. Yeah, little things done with great love. Wow. I, yeah. I can just tell you've got a heart for love. Well, tell our listeners a little bit about the details of this program. You know, you've talked about we've been helping them. What is the program called, and, and what are the details? How, how does it work? Okay. Well, first of all, we are community action partnerships, and we are, our office is out of Minot. Mm-hmm. There's one in every region here in North Dakota. I think we have eight. If I'm okay. Right. Um, our main thing is helping people to help themselves to survive, to make their life better. And by doing that, um, we know that we're going to, they'll survive and they'll make it out. One of our main things we're working on now at this time of the year is our weatherization program, Mm -hmm. where people who live in homes that um, aren't quite ready for winter, they're old, they're airy, um, we have a program where if they um, qualify through the state um, for weatherization, or excuse me, fuel assistance, um, they will qualify for our programs. And a lot of elderly people don't seem to, you know, think there's anything they can do, or young people also, but um, if they qualify through their county for the fuel assistance program, they can qualify for our programs, and all they need to do is call and say, hey, I want to, you know, my house is really cold, and the air is blowing in, and the snow is coming through the windows. Give us a call, and we'll send somebody out there to check your home and do what we can to help you. Uh, we also help with furnace um, repairs or replacement, water heaters, and those are the things, especially this time of year, that, you know, seem to go the worst. But the best thing is if you call now or if you know someone, grandparent, um, maybe it's a neighbor in your small town area, have them call us. And, again, their main qualification is just to be on that fuel assistance to the county, the income level. We also have a food pantry, um, Our Lady of Grace here in Minot, that we do the intakes for. 
And so when people come and apply for us, we give them a card and they take it up to Our Lady of Grace when they serve them their food that they need. We have um, the gas stamp program. Last winter we had a couple of different school um, people call. That one was a superintendent, one was a teacher, saying, you know, we have families who can't get to school. They have no money, they have no gas. And um, is there any programs you have? Well, it just had happened that I had been at the grocery store, at Marketplace Grocery Store here in Minot. I use their grocery stamps for gas. And I just said to our director, that's something we can do. Can we start collecting these and giving these to families, especially families who have kids to get to school? Or, you know, there's times when you're working full-time job, but you still have that little need for extra for gas or because of all the other expenses. And we have started that. We have been very, very blessed by um, the community giving us gas stamps. People can come in and apply for them, but they have to have their registration for their vehicle. They have to have insurance and a current driver's license in order to get these. We do give out like $10, um, which... I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but it's going to help you get those kids to school or get you to the job so that you don't lose your job. And that is one of our main programs that take a lot right now. We're talking with Cindy Clark from Minot, North Dakota, about some of the ways they provide support and help for those in need. Um, That's wonderful. Getting back to the gas stamp drive, one of the things I'm really – uh, impressed with, not just with the gas stamp drive, Cindy, but with everything is the community partnerships you have, you know, working with the schools, working with the businesses, working with nonprofits, working with churches. If I understand right, th- there's a bunch of places like I think, aren't there gas stamp collection containers at the public library, social services, theaters, uh, I Keating, I think does it, YMCA, mm-hmm. Little Flower Catholic Church, Dakota Bank, and Bull Bells. Night Train Pizza, Planet Pizza, Community Action Partnership. I mean, you have worked hard, obviously, to develop these community partnerships. Tell us a little bit about that, Cindy. One of the things is knowing some of the people who own these businesses or mm-hmm. work them and just saying, hey, you know, this is what we're doing. We're trying to collect the gas stamps, but we need places where people come in that's easy for them to drop them off. Mm-hmm. And um, so far, when I've gone to them, I've never had a no which is awesome, and people have been wonderful. I have to give a special thank you to Our Lady of Grace, or excuse me, Little Flower Catholic Church. There's been times when we've been out, and I'll say, my Lord, you've got to help us. We have to have some stamps because they're feed them. And I'll go to, you know, all the places, and sometimes there's a lot, and sometimes there's one or two, but that one or two stamps helps fill the cards for whoever needs them. And so God has never let me down yet. He knows the need. Yeah. Wasn't it interesting, too, how in, in our lives, right, God always, you know, when we're open to it, He always is just trying to increase our faith, right? You know, and so I'm sure, like you said, you've been out there, okay, basically, Lord, I can't do this. We need this, you know, you yep. provide. It reminds me of the, remember the Mother Angelica story from EWTN? She needed a huge amount of money, I think several hundred thousand dollars or even a million, needed to make a payment that day, had no mm-hmm. idea where it was coming from, and then one of his sisters says, you just, you know, the guy comes and writes her the check. I mean, it's 
isn't that just amazing how God works? So even in this way, you know, you think, well, I'm helping people. I'm, I'm doing something God's calling me to do. That's true. Or again, like a Mother Teresa. And yet he still uses that experience to increase your faith and your reliance on him. He does. He also, one of the things we do have here also is what our, we call an e-pantry. Mm-hmm. And that's an emergency one-time help. And um, you would be amazed, at least I was, at the people that come in and ask for simple things like toilet paper, um, dish soap, laundry soap, um, toothpaste. So those are the, and there's been times our pantry has had none, and behold, you say, this, and somebody will walk in and say, oh, here, I have some things for you, and it's, that's exactly, it's toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Space. It's a, you know, dish soap. I think so many times we, most of us take it for granted, mm-hmm. you know, and then you get these other people coming in and say, really, you do have, and um, it's like, what an eye-opener it was for me at first. Sure. And now it's like, yes, we we have that. You know, if we don't have it, we'll run and get somewhere, you know, call somebody and say, hey, we need this. Exactly. So that's what, you know, people donate. That's things we need. Exactly, exactly. Cindy, you know, we've got about a little over a minute left. Maybe, it's, of course, it's it's more than just... Material things. Talk a little bit about maybe the relationships forming these people, because you're helping another human being, right? And and yes. and, 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 and that's got to be very, very satisfying to see the beauty and the goodness in that. It is. One of the things that I feel I is when somebody comes and, again, they're heartbroken because of the need, but when they leave, they're smiling, and sometimes they'll say, can I just give you a hug? Mm-hmm. Sure. Wow. <laughs> I'll rather give a hug, you know, yeah. and that. And when they say to thank God, mm-hmm. and know that you've touched them in a perfect way. Amen. Amen. Well, Cindy, you're doing a great job there in Minot. What would you encourage You know, someone who's maybe out in the middle of North Dakota or South Dakota? What would you encourage them to do if they don't have any established program there in their community? I would suggest they look up for their community action. Mm-hmm. Look up for, or even a food bank or something mm-hmm. in their parishes. Mm-hmm. See what they can help them with. Or go to them and ask for help. Mm. So true. You know, I, I think that is such a great, great advice. Well, Cindy, thank you again so much for being on. We really appreciate what you're doing there, and God bless you and the work you're doing. Thank you, and God bless all of you, too. All right. Thanks so much. That's thank Cindy Clark up there in Minot doing a great thing. We're broadcasting live from Holy Cross Catholic Church in West Fargo. We'll be back right after this.